0: Alan's told me that instruments sound different because of the mixture of harmonics that go with the fundamental. I've got a recording of his saxophone here, a sound I want to recreate. So I've come to Anglia Polytechnic University, which teaches music theory, to meet Richard Hoadley.
1: Thanks, Kevin. Now- I'd like each of you to use your keyboards to try and reconstruct some of the complexities of those sounds.
0: Hi, Richard. I've come to join your class. I hope you can spare a moment. Here I've got the sound of a real sax that we recorded earlier. Uh-huh. And I'm hoping you can show me how to reconstruct the sound.
1: mm mm-hmm. Right, if you like to play it, I'll transfer it into the computer. And here's what it sounds like. In order to understand what the sound is made of, One of the most important things to do is to look at a frequency analysis of the sound.
0: All right, so here you've got what amplitude against frequency.
1: And each of the peaks you see represents the fundamental and the subsequent harmonics that together make up the sound of the note.
0: And this is showing you how much you've got of the fundamental and how much you've got of the different separate harmonics? That's right. So from this, is it possible to actually reproduce the sound?
1: Yes. Adding harmonics together like this is synthesis, and I have a demonstration of it which will take a moment for me to set up with my students. Hand here. And into the middle, excuse me. Right, that's all set, and now we can hear the result of putting all that together. Okay. Right, so this is where we can hear the sound. So this is the fundamental from my workstation. This is the second harmonic.
0: So it's getting more and more complex.
1: That's right. And so on until we have them all. But you don't have to hear the effect like that, you can see it happening.
0: Right, so on the screen there, that first trace is the fundamental. Yeah. And um, that's also known as the first harmonic. And that sounds like this. And then. You've got the second harmonic just below it. And that sounds like this. And then finally... Got both of them together, there. Yeah, just at the bottom of the screen. And that sounds like that. And that should be on the next workstation. So the first and second sound like
1: this. And if you add the third, then you get this and the next step is to add the 4th harmonic. What I'm going to do here is add the 5th harmonic. As you can see, it's smaller because there's actually less of this harmonic around. And then when I add it to the other 4, we've got the end result just here. I'm adding in the 6th harmonic. We're now
0: adding the 7th harmonic in. And by combining them all together, it sounds like this. Well, it's sounding much better, Richard, but there's still a lot missing, isn't there?
1: Yes, a lot of the higher frequencies that you'd normally expect in sounds aren't there.
0: So that's a bit like the mobile phone scenario, isn't it? Yes. Because the higher frequencies are missing there. Yes. Can I just play you some recordings? I've got of Alan's voice. Certainly. This is what he sounded like, his natural voice, live. Hello, Janice. And then this was the mobile phone voice, Hello, Janice. and they sound quite different.
1: And if you do a frequency analysis of each recording, you can see...
0: Right, you can see that they're very different here. Now this is the natural voice, and this is the mobile phone voice, and here you've got amplitude against frequency, and the bottom frequencies are missing, and the higher frequencies are missing on the mobile phone voice. But you can still get the essential information?
1: Yes, on a phone you can still hear what the what the words mean, but it's much more important with music to experience as wide a range of frequencies as possible.
0: So if we put back in the higher frequencies, will we actually get the sound of a real sax note?
1: You'll get something that increasingly sounds like a real instrument, but you'll still be missing many of the characteristics of a human being playing a live instrument. Be missing what the player does at the beginning of the note, or its attack. What they do while they're playing the note, or its sustain, and what they do at the end of the note, or its decay.
0: Can you actually show me that?
1: The saxophone that you brought over looks like this, and I can play it to you. But it has no attack or decay on it. I could put some very simple attack and decay in in it and it sounds like this. So it
0: fades away at the end. That's right. So we are getting much closer to the sound of a real instrument being played.
1: Yes, but we're still missing some of the spontaneousness of live performance and also some of the interaction between different instruments. So if you think of the sound of a single violin as opposed to the sound of a section of violins in an orchestra. The sound is not necessarily much louder, but is much more complex as parts of each instrument's sound cancel or reinforce parts of the other instrument's sound.
0: They cancel sounds?
1: Yes. If you take a mathematically simple sound like a sine wave, which sounds like this, And another one started a moment later, and they sound identical. However, the second one starts momentarily after the first, which is called putting the sine waves out of phase.
0: And so when you add them together, I can see that the troughs cancel out the peaks.
1: That's right.
0: And so that gives you silence?
1: That gives you silence.
0: So if we hear you play them, you get nothing. But if you play a real note, you don't get a symmetrical pattern, so surely it won't work then?
1: That's right. Let me let the computer check that. Here, I've got two saxophone tones. One started a moment later, which is out of phase. Both of them sound exactly the same. However, in this case, if you add them together, you get
0: So you can't actually create the sound of
1: silence. You can't do it in terms of them being out of phase. However, you can do it by getting the computer to create the sound's inversion. So in this case, I have two saxophone tones, but you can see that one is the inversion of the other.
0: So by inversion, you mean that the peak above this red line becomes a trough down here, and the trough up here becomes a peak below. Is that right?
1: Yes. Which is very similar to to them being out of phase. So I can make a sound which cancels the first sound out. And the result of that is again.
0: You've created silence.
1: That's correct.
0: Thanks to Richard, I've got a basic synthesized saxophone sound. I'm going to try it out with the group.